Hello and welcome to The Trumpet, the official podcast of Elephant Room Productions. As always, I am Robert Jean Pelleccio. Happy holidays from me and everyone at Elephant Room Productions. Uh, just wanted to throw a little bonus content into the world. This is from my conversation with Ian Cohen from the last episode. Much of that conversation was centered around sci-fi and our mutual love of all things nerdy. Unfortunately, the episode was running a little long, so I had to lose some of it, but I didn't want to deprive uh, a little bit of extra superhero talk from the universe. I do love a good chat about superheroes. Um, I just want to say that we at Elephant Room Productions are very, very hard at work, and I want to always thank all of you listeners and audience members and uh, people who have donated graciously to us for helping us along the way. Uh, Ears is still going strong. We are booked up through February, but we are always taking submissions. Uh, please, as always, if you have a work, send it to erpsubmissions at gmail.com. Um, I got a lot of positive comments from the last bonus content we did, the Telltale Heart episode. Uh, so there is a couple things in the works. There are a couple things in the works uh, for Christmas, which is my favorite holiday. So keep your ears peeled for that. Uh, but without further ado, I would like to present a little extra superhero talk between me and Ian Cohen. They're, they're just what they're saying. That's another thing about old wounds that I tried to do, that the words aren't necessarily true. You know, that they, you know. Which I, I love because I love unreliability in in uh, plays. Um, yeah. And I guess I'm oh, curious, yeah. uh, I, the next thing I wanted to ask is, um, can you tell me a little bit about the relationship of the two uh, lead characters? Sure. Um, I based them on uh, friends of mine. Um their, their conversations seemed very, very snappy and quick. Like they, I knew they had to come from somewhere. Like, yeah, <laughs> I, I have a, I, I have a few friends that, that uh, have many couples that are close to me that we've uh, been together a long time. And my brother, and my brother and I would be watching Star Trek, and we'd watch Star Trek, and I'd say, um, and I'd say something to him after Star Trek, like. Uh, you want anything? You you want anything in the refrigerator? And you go, and you would answer me, Captain, <laughs> or, or, or something, or, or say something like, we would just go snap right into a Star Trek episode. And I thought like that these guys, Harry and Bennett, they they do that. They have mm -hmm. a game. They have a game that they play. And uh, not unlike my brother and I play, there are sometimes uh, there's a moment in Old Wounds. It's my favorite personal moment that I that I my moment that I love where um, where where Harry looks at uh, looks at Bennett and goes I like that you called me captain <laughs> and, I, and and to me it, it to me it's just like that encompasses the play like there's all this stuff going on and what he likes that he called him captain because in the old days he used to call him captain he was Kirk and he was Spock and that's what they called each other. I think that's beautiful and, that that came from that that relationship. That's you know, I mean, that, it, my my next question was going to be about um, the sci-fi nature of the piece, um, but I think I might kind of have my answer. That uh, was was this influenced by um, it, 
well, I guess let me ask, do is this your first piece that has delved this far into the sci-fi element or have you had other plays that have kind of towed the line between you know what's real and what's fantastic? Um this is the first one to deal with the sci-fi element. My previous play that I wrote dealt with a, a famous uh, biblical story. That's also fantastic. It might as well be sci-fi, I think. That's just my opinion. I mean, that's just mm. me. I don't want to offend anybody. But <laughs> that's just me. No worries. But I've never... Um, no, this is the first time I, I, I've used the whole sci-fi element. And you know what? I always wanted to, because because it's all it's it's been you know it's it's been a big part of my life in a way i have to say i mean i love it i love all that stuff i collected all i loved all the comics but i think about the comic books that i had as a kid and my friend and i were talking about just the other day is it's only was only three years that we had it between the ages of 12 and 15. by the time we were 16 years old we gave our comics away but they were a big part, and I remember now. And now all these movies are coming out of all these comic heroes that we yeah, love. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like I was reading a thing. It's kind of basically like this. Uh, this century's uh, western is yeah. the superhero movie. Because when I when I was a kid, there was a superhero movie. Some there was an action movie or whatever. Like Spider Man was kind of the big start of that, and now it's just like it's the genre. It's you know it it's you really need our heroes. Man. Yeah. You really need all here. I just think I just think back to my grandfather's house, um, where he has uh, on VHS like just lined up against the shelf all of the old westerns, the um, really uh, the Tex Ritter and the you know he's always watching the turn to classic movies and it's that's going to be me someday with my uh, you know watching, my, uh, my my future husband my, yeah my my grandkids are going to come over and they're going to look through and they're going to say oh look uh, oh, grandpa's old Spider Man and Batman and the uh, the good Batman and like all them. So, you know what's my favorite? Who was your? Did you have a favorite hero? Favorite hero growing up? Yes, favorite it was superhero. Favorite I superhero. Have one, and it was um. Movie. It was always Spider Man growing up, and I think it was mainly because of the '90s animated series. Um, and I feel I did myself a disservice as a child for not getting as much into DC. I was never. I now I'm really big into Batman, Superman, all that. I was never really I a was DC always kid. A yeah, I was always Marvel all the way. All my friends, all Marvel guys. Yeah, to all anybody, I, I don't want to alienate any of my listeners who are DC fans. It's okay, but it's all right. Marvel, they're allowed. They're Marvel wrong. knows what they're doing. I'm sorry. <laughs> DC, you know what? Marvel had the best cartoonists. Steve Ditko drew Spider Man. Oh, God, I love Steve Ditko. Yeah. You know all this. You're, you're a geek like me. <laughs> you're a geek like me. It's fun talking to you. They're, you know, <laughs> we loved. I loved Doctor Strange. I, I do as well. I yeah, I need to see. I've not seen Strange. his. I've not seen his standalone, but I need to see. Uh, I have seen the most recent Thor, uh, and I, Benedict Cumberbatch, nailed it. Oh, I'm telling you, I love this version, this new Doctor Strange, and I, I, I and I remember thinking like, um, you see, I'm older than you, and I remember they'd come out with a cartoon of Spider-Man, and I'd be upset that it's too campy, it's too stupid. Why don't they do a serious one with Spider-Man? I want to, you know, because to yeah. me, all his problems were my problems. People didn't take me seriously enough. I was small, you know. I was in New York. Asked, I was nerdy, you know, and uh, all this stuff. 
And, it was uh, funny that that was. I found I out that was Toby one of the um, Spider-Man. Yeah, I found out that was one of the big things about him was that he was one of the first superheroes that was you know Batman was from you know Gotham and Superman was from Metropolis, but Spider-Man was New York, just the normal Queens. kid in New York, from Queens, Queens, New York. Um, and so many readers <laughs> just jumped to that. Um, God, I love talking about comics and sci-fi. It was so smart they made him ordinary. Yeah made him an ordinary less than ordinary guy they made him someone who you know would you say they made him spectacular yes or amazing they made him spectacular <laughs> they did they, they made him spectacularly ordinary yeah but the amazing spider-man yeah. yeah because you know it was this guy who was nothing who was it was would be considered a nebbish this small guy gets picked on would you ever consider powers. now now that you've delved into the sci-fi um <laughs> realm would you ever consider bringing that kind of genre into it bring the hero i mean there Maybe. there's a little bit of a heroic element to this um with harry uh but Maybe. yeah well harry's a sad character he's, he's sad, sad tragic guy. hero it's sad but, but it's um sad, but it's a it's a universal sadness we're all gonna get old and we're all gonna have uh regrets and things well, so I just have one more question about old wounds because it's been burning uh, this whole interview. Okay. What is the goat? Please tell me what the goat is. <laughs>